welcome millions, perhaps billions, of faithful podcast listeners. We are your hosts, Jason Kimber and Dave Simmons. We'll bring you along with us as we share life stories from our experiences living in small towns, or in Jason's case, an unincorporated community. That's true. Along with genius suggestions for solving the world's problems and a whole lot of laughs. This is the Small Towns Podcast. Well, hello once again, everyone, to uh, Jason and Dave's podcast. We are, until somebody changes our mind, calling it right now, Tales from Any Town USA. (laughs) (laughs) And by any town, I mean Grouse Creek, you guys. Um, We've talked a little bit about Jason hails from the metropolis of Grouse Creek, which um, when Jason grew up there had only about 100 people. Of those 100, how many you figure you were related to? That's a fair question, Dave. Um, I would say at least 60 of them. People you call cousins, I guess? Oh, a lot of cousins. I got a lot of cousins. How did they all end up there? How did everybody get there? That's a great question. Um, Gosh, that's, I mean, Kimbers, they've been there from maybe not day one, but well, maybe day one, really close. My great, great grandfather, we could jump right down this genealogical rabbit hole if you'd like. So I didn't realize that your dad was even born there. And for some reason, I thought he moved there because of the job he got with the BLM. But it was the other way around. He wanted to stay there, so he got a job with the BLM. Exactly. And you traveled quite a bit because of that. I see. Yeah. So it's a little interesting, but that's where he wanted to be. So do you have any idea who the first Kimber was there? Charles Kimber Sr., which is my great-great-grandfather. And then obviously, then there were children and everybody kind of stuck around in Grouse Creek. And and there was just so many uh, small town everybody is related in some way or another mm-hmm. you know could be an in-law but how did your mom meet your dad oh my goodness all these rabbit holes my dad grouse creek is so small that there's only a school k through nine mm-hmm. so if you want to further your education you got to move away <laughs> yeah, further your education after nine <laughs> yeah if you want to get your know, secondary education of 10th grade <laughs> <laughs> you got to move into this big city which for all of us incidentally was malta idaho raft river high school go trojans and uh, my dad lived with a family there and went to high school, and my mom was from Malta, and that's where they met. Okay. What you ended up doing as well. I did the same thing, yes. How yes. far of a drive for you guys was it to Malta? Oh, uh, it was a good uh, 65 miles. And again, to sound even more so, 65 miles when the pass was open in the winter months, uh, you, you couldn't go that way. You couldn't go over the mountain, and so it was about 120 mile wow. one way. Did you say 120 mile? One way. <laughs> Mile. Mile. Okay. It's 120 miles. You know, 120 miles. Okay. So Jason went to high school in Malta, Malta at Raft, Raft River, River high, high School. So if you're related to, say, 60% of the people in town, I would imagine then then that your prospects of finding a spouse aren't great unless, oh, yeah. you, unless you're willing to marry your cousin. Exactly. And I'm not opposed to that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I think you are. I am opposed to that. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I mean, that's not going to happen. You know, so uh, obviously I was thankful to meet Heather here in the big metropolis of Logan. You came to Utah State University. University yeah. for college. Good nice. thing you did find Heather. She's a, she, you got a good one there. Wow. Yeah, you married up. And I still got that wool pulled over her eyes, which is which is fitting because I am a shepherd. Uh, yes, you are. Story, shepherd. More stories there. You know, I don't know if you're anything like me, but isn't it getting harder to find gifts for every single look? I'd give her the world if I could. But we got birthday, Valentine's Day, Christmas. You got an anniversary, Mother's Day. I'm running out of ideas. I know we've got to tread lightly though, because we would give. I mean, you you also you married way up. My wife is the most sweetest person. For anybody that knows Suze, when yeah. I tell this, she'll, they'll be like, yeah, you're absolutely right. I asked her what she wanted for Valentine's Day. Huh. You know what she told me? What? Put $20 in my Roth IRA. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And that's true. That's what she thought. If I was to buy her a box or a case of toilet paper, she'd be over the moon about it. 
She's just that kind of person. So anybody says, when I lament about a holiday coming up or Valentine's, I'm like, I don't know what to do. She just wants maybe a case of toilet paper. And people say, no, she doesn't. She wants something nice. She doesn't. She really wants something practical. And actually, she doesn't want anything at all. Well, I don't know what you do in situations like that because that is, I'm going to be bold and say that that is a bit of an anomaly. And I'm lucky for it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But it's interesting. Every, every single holiday, every single tradition that we partake in, if you will, every town, every city is, is very different. And of course, um, Grouse Creek, we, we have our own set of unique holidays and traditions. What was the strangest one you ever had happen or, or that maybe you were a part of that? Maybe you wouldn't like to share, but let's be honest, it's coming out. Yeah, I'm for sure going to share it. Uh, and it's funny because I didn't I didn't realize that this was a real issue. Now, now obviously, as, as I get more into the uh, details of this story, there were times when I was in the thick of it that I was questioning. What are we doing? What are we doing? Is this really happening? Obviously, there's going to be a lot of cultural references in, in every story that we tell, Dave. Sure. But I'm going to zero in on Mother's Day here, if you will. Um, Mother's Day... Not too many years ago. Now, I was not married to Heather. That's imperative to this story, too. I believe. I believe. Because she may not have married me. No. And she would have had a valid reason not to. Yes. And if I had been married, probably shouldn't have participated. But in Grouse Creek, every holiday, whether like mainly Mother's Day, Father's Day, things of that nature, Easter, at church, we would have a special program. And it would be typically held during the Sunday school hour. And I I realize I'm going to be throwing out words here that maybe not everybody's familiar with. So I'll try to describe as much as I can, but but it would be a program during church, during our regular worship services, but the focus would be, in this situation, Mother's Day. And so the program would, would just simply be in an effort to pay tribute to mothers and wives and just the, the wonderful women in our life. So I had been, I was at college, Utah State, so, you know, my mid-twenties, and I got a phone call from one of my favorite people in this whole world, Dave. I, I kid you not. Her name is Marge, and I love her dearly. Bless Marge. Oh, I love her. She is just a sweet lady, and, and I hope she's listening. I hope she's listening. Uh, Marge is truly is, in my mind, she kind of epitomizes Grouse Creek, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just one lady that is, I just love her to death, and she is involved with all of the celebrations, all the activities. She really helps me make Grouse Creek what it is. So she calls me up. This is going to be maybe on a Monday or Tuesday. She says, hey, Jason, this is March. Like, hey, March. She's like, are you going to be home this weekend uh, for Mother's Day? I said, yeah, I sure am. She's like, would you mind um, singing a song for the Mother's Day program in church? Now, loyal listener, I, I'm not a great singer. I, I like to sing. I'm, I'm happy to sing. And I think maybe the talent pool, maybe Marge is kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel there. <laughs> but happy to help where I can. Sure. So, and, so and, and maybe compared to everybody else in Grouse Creek, you might be the top of the barrel. Hey, who know? Well, I don't know about that. I don't I, hey, don't sell yourself <laughs> short. You got a golden throat. Thank you. That's yeah. the nicest thing anybody ever said about me. But of course I said yes. You don't tell Marge no. So I said, you bet, Marge, what are we singing? She's like, well, um, I'll get the music for you. I just want this Mother's Day program to be honoring all the women and all the relationships in our lives. So, you know, mother husband and wife, all these things. We need to make sure we include all those things. I don't know if it's because of the name Marge, but can I assume Marge is a grandmotherly type? She is. Okay. She is. In fact, I'm guessing this is, yeah, she's uh, probably in her 70s at the time this story happened. I said, you bet Marge, I'd love to sing. What are we singing? And she kind of skirted the issue. She's like, oh, you know, I've got it. I'll give the music to your mom because my mom was going to accompany me on the piano. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, okay. And she's like, actually, 
I actually kind of had it in mind as a duet. So she's like, would you and Carol mind singing together? And Carol is? Carol, again, a cousin. Okay. More for dearly. First cousin? Ah, gosh, I could get us there. But, uh, you know, it's a couple cousins. Maybe okay. once or twice removed. Okay. Well, delightful lady. Delightful. Love her. One of my best friends. Let's okay, say. so you're singing a duet then. So I'm 20. With mid-40s. I'm going to guess mid-40s. Okay. If that's wrong, Carol, I'm so sorry. Maybe it was late 30s, but but we're right. How, how do you even know when you're yeah. that young? Everybody older than you is 100. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm going to sing a duet with Carol. And Carol's got a beautiful voice. Okay. So I'm happy to be kind of paired with her. Sure. I'm like, this will be nice. Again, I can't get on. Like, Marge, what are we singing? She's like, don't worry. Your mom will have the music. Could you meet me up at the church on Saturday morning for rehearsal? Do you think Marge knew, though, at that moment, what song was going to be sung? Or say yes. Okay. 100% yes. Okay. I mean, she knew. She knew. And I love her for it. And I do also love her. This is a church program, but we're not taking this half-heartedly. We're having rehearsal. This is taking place as part of the worship services. Absolutely. Okay, so it's not like we're going to do this the Saturday before. No, it's not a community party. Okay, this is is at church. This is at church. Got it. But I get up there on Saturday, the morning of, you know, the morning before, to practice and... my mom is playing the piano, and I'm, that's a familiar tune. A little more contemporary than what I'm used to hearing in the chapel. Sure. But I like it. And I'm like, what is it? No, no. I'm like, okay, yeah, I know that. And uh, it's the great song, Can I Have This Dance by the incomparable Ann Murray. <laughs> And sung yes. in sacrament meeting, yes. in your worship services. In my worship service. I mean, it was beautiful. So I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, okay. I mean, that's the first red flag, Dave. I mean, the first red flag. I'm thinking, I don't, I don't really feel like a church song, you know. Um, but you're too nice to yeah. say, we're not going to do this. And we're going to and we're gonna honor, obviously, I'm gathering and putting two and two together. We're going to honor the institution of marriage. Okay. I mean, it seems beautiful. It, it sure does. But does. this is an only in Grouse Creek story. Yeah. So with that, let's just run through it once just right off the top now i'm familiar with the song listen i was country when country wasn't cool i like yeah music. well when you're on that dirt road for yeah. that long you got to sing some Anne murray so my mom starts to play you know and um we start to sing of course i don't have it memorized at this point i mean i had it memorized <laughs> yeah, don't be ridiculous you know and it's i'll always remember the song they were playing the first time we danced and i knew now it's tender yeah it's tender I'm... again you're still not associated with the sacrament you're not associated <laughs> with the traditional worship services that we take part yeah in. i'm standing right next to Carol, behind the behind the pulpit. Yes, this is still in rehearsal. Still in rehearsal. Okay. As we swayed to the music, okay. <laughs> held to each other. I fell in love with you. I mean, listen, the, the lyrics are beautiful. Well, maybe in the yeah. right context. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We jump right into the chorus. Could I have this dance for the rest of my life? And then, oh gosh, Dave, I scratch my head here. Could you be my partner every night? <sighs> And up comes the second red flag. Yes. And I'm like, um, just soldier through, Jason. Just We're going to be okay. We're going to be fine. When we're together, it feels so right. Could I have this dance for the rest of my life? And I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, mom, stop, 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 stop. I'm like, Marge, um, should we be singing the song at church? She's like, yes, Jason, why wouldn't we? This is a beautiful love song. I'm like, well, it is. I mean, it is that. I love Anne Murray. There's nothing that she doesn't sing. I mean, that woman could sing the phone book. I love her. And I said, well, um, when Can we're we... together, you know, could you be my partner every, every night? night? When we're together, yeah. it feels so, so right. right. And I said, I don't know. And she's like, Jason, don't be fresh. <laughs> I'm not being fresh. She puts you in your place. Yeah, and I and I love her for it. I just like I don't know if we should be singing that, but uh, now's probably a good point to um, bring up that Carol was actually married to Steve, who is my cousin, but he's also my bishop. Oh my goodness! I didn't realize that he was also the bishop. He was the bishop and my bishop and and a great man. This means that Steve needs to 
okay this program? Well, I mean, I think traditionally, yes. Maybe but Marge what... is in charge of the program, so we're gonna we're gonna what Marge says goes exactly. And she's always, I mean, her her talent is impeccable. I'm like, okay, we can do this. We can do this. We run it through a couple times, and I'm feeling good about it. I love the song, and I'm just talking yourself into this one. Yeah. We finish up. We're getting ready to leave. And uh, Marge is kind of giving us some last minute instructions. You know, make sure you're here a little early and want to do this. And I'm like, or, I mean, we're going to just stand up for our time to sing and go up. And not like I'm waiting stage right. Yeah. There is no stage right. We're leaving the chapel and Marge says, hey, Carol, almost as an afterthought, do you still have your wedding dress? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all know where this is going. Yeah. Carol's like, yeah, yeah, I sure do. And uh, she says, Jason, uh, did you bring your suit home this weekend? I'm like, yeah, I mean, because that's what I'll wear to church. And she's like, awesome. She's like, okay, Carol, you wear your wedding dress. Oh, my goodness. Jason, you wear your suit. Yeah. What we're going to do, Carol, you'll enter in. So there is a stage right. Stage right, back of the chapel through the door. Jason, you enter back door, stage left. And our chapel is set up with just a, a center aisle. Well, you don't need many people. So we just got two banks of chairs, center aisle. Oh, Dave, Sunday morning rolls around. And sure enough, uh, it finds me waiting in the hallway. For my cue. With butterflies. With butterflies. So You're nervous. just about to get married. I'm so nervous. I'm not sure maybe we did. I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. Because as we rehearsed, my mom started to play the music. And of course, the moment she started to play, I entered, you know, stage left. Carol entered stage right. Fully garbed in her wedding dress. Full regalia. Full regalia. And I'm in my best suit. Only thing I'm missing is a boutonniere. <laughs> I really should have had a boutonniere. I would have probably made you probably made should have better. Marge dropped the ball on she that did. one. She did. You know, hey, next year for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we walk towards each other. We meet each other at the very back of the chapel, at the back of the row. You know, the aisle, and we arm in arm, we sashay as the betrothed would. <laughs> yeah. That's what you do when you're betrothed. Yes. We sashay up the aisle. At that point. Carol breaks off to the left. I break off to the right. We come up the stairs on the podium yeah. to get behind or, you know, the pulpit. The stage, yep. To get behind the pulpit. And at that point, of course, we timed it impeccably. I mean, yeah. My mom was just a perfect piano player. Good thing you well. had that Saturday rehearsal. Thank goodness. Yeah. And at that point, we're able to start singing our song. Now, I mean, the only thing that would have made this more awkward is if I would have like just looked her right in the eye while I sang. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> But listen, it was kind of tender. I, I find all sorts of issues with this thing. Well, start. There are multiple people that need to be questioned in this thing. <laughs> you first and foremost. The multiple red flags that popped up weren't enough. And you just were able to just skirt them aside and say, I'm going through with this wedding, essentially. Marge. We love Marge. Of course, yeah. Yes. I mean, I've never met Marge, but I don't know. I I'd worse to love her. I've said a thousand times. Well, I'd like to meet her. And, and, and if I do meet her, I'll say, you know what? That was a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Lisa, what's her name? Uh, the, your, uh, who you're married to Carol. that you didn't Carol. realize you're married my, to? My Carol? Carol. Carol didn't see anything wrong with this either. Hey, I'm going to slip into my wedding dress. I'm going to sing with a young man that's well, 20 years my my junior. We were good friends. I think you're married. <laughs> and yet her husband is down in the audience, or was he behind no, you on the stand because he's the bishop? I can actually feel his eyes just bare. I bet. I mean, I didn't, I didn't think about that until just now. Shouldn't Steve, is yeah, that who Steve, he was? Yeah. Shouldn't Steve have said, um, maybe we shouldn't be singing this song, or... Look, I know I'm not much of a singer, but I'll take Jason's place. <laughs> no, no, buddy. That ship had sailed. Too late. Too late. We were going. I mean, the show must go on. You can't stop. Ain't no party like a Grouse Creek party. 
and to be singing Anne Murray at the pulpit, there's a lot of things wrong with this whole story. And then you're sashaying arm in arm up the aisle and then breaking only to meet for your final song before being married. Oh, I tell you what, though, buddy, we crushed it. (laughs) (laughs) You mic dropped if you could mic drop. Yeah, I mean... Everybody stands up and applauds. I've got a few questions for you. Okay. I mean, I think they're obvious and I think I know the answer, but based on your reaction, nothing like this happened in the Providence what? No, Providence Fifth Ward. That didn't, that wasn't. No, no. I mean, you just have some. Sharon South would walk around as she was trying to teach us to sing and yell at us. Okay, okay. She would. She would get after us if we weren't singing well enough, but But no. But Mother's Day programs that... Oh, we'd give him we'd give him a Snickers or something, and all the mothers stood up after the after the meeting was over, and we'd hand out a flower. Or, well, listen, this is okay. Well, we just took it to the next level. This was dinner and Jason, a show. That isn't the next level. <laughs> there are many many levels between handing out a little flower and you getting married to a person that's already married, twenty years older than you, singing Anne Murray at the pulpit. I understand where some of your hesitation comes from, Dave. <laughs> But all I'm going to say, if Marge were to ask me again today... You'd do it again. I'd do it in a heartbeat. Can we hope it was Heather you're singing with, your actual spouse? I mean, I'd be open to that, but if Heather's never really liked the limelight much. <laughs> you're like, scoot over. I got a song to perform. I'm going to crush this. <laughs> I, I would sing and I'd be thinking of her if that helps at all. I'd, no. The only thing that would make this worse is if Steve was in the audience <laughs> instead of behind you, and you're making eye contact with him as you're singing with... With his wife. Yes. As we swayed to the music and held to each other, I fell in love with you. And then you bite your lower lip. Could you be my partner every night when we're together? That's very, I mean... It feels so right. And then, oh, then nice. bite your lower lip. And then can and I look directly this? at him. <laughs> now is when we need to cue our exit music with the banjo yeah. and wrap this one up. Yeah, there's nothing more. No. Folks, this has been the podcast of Tales from Any Town USA. Thanks again, folks, for listening to another episode of the Small Towns Podcast. We're pretty sure we've changed your life for the better. If not, well, we'll try again next time. Thank you.